2: Let's jump into Peppa's world of play. Look for spring flowers, hunt for muddy puddles, and bravely explore exciting places with Peppa play sets. Peppa Pig. Inspiring kid confidence. On the Sooner Sports Network, from Learfield, live at Moody's Country Store and Barbecue, this is Sooner Sports Talk, presented by... Rudy's Country Store and Barbecue, bringing you the best in real Texas barbecue. Also brought to you by Academy Sports and Outdoors, the preferred sporting goods retailer of Sooner Sports. Bud Light, it's for the fans. Homeland, proud sponsor of Sooner Football. And by River Wind Casino, still the one. This is Sooner Sports Talk. Now, here are your hosts, Teddy Lehman and the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland. There
3: they are, that Sooner Nation right there. It is a Tuesday night, and they have packed out Rudy's Country Store and Barbecue. It's Lincoln Riley Showtime. Please help me welcome right now the Butkus and Bednarik Award winner and the best color analyst in college football, Teddy Lehman, Everybody,
1: t Rowe, how we doing, brother?
3: Doing all right? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm still I'm still trying to get the heart rate to come down a little bit after yeah. uh, Saturday. I I'm
1: saw a- the video. Oh, I, that's
3: so embarrassing.
1: You okay? Yeah. I was
3: a couple of couple of moments there. I don't quite remember. So. Uh.
1: Yeah. Well, I think th- I, I can't blame you. There were so many moments. <laughs> I don't think anyone can remember all of them.
3: How about that game?
1: Craziest, Craziest thing I've ever seen.
3: Best game you've ever seen? I heard you best say that.
1: Football game I've ever seen. I've ever been to any level. It was just amazing. Four hours, pure entertainment. First play of the game, well, first play wasn't so entertaining, but, you know, it was action. They scored a touchdown. Last play of the game, we scored a touchdown. I mean, everything in between was just chaos. Tell, tell them
3: what you said about the fans.
1: Yeah, I, I, I believe that the fans were a huge part of that win. Uh, they have a claim in that win. I, I honestly believe that, that that fan base willed that team. To victory, it was it was awesome to watch. Fifty thousand or however many were in that half were bringing it.
3: It was crazy. Hey, the one pass is your one ticket to eighty plus Sooner Athletic events and access to exclusive experiences. Go to com slash one pass for more information on how to experience the best in Collegiate Athletics. Opening segment brought to you by Noble McIntyre, McIntyre Law, the law firm you should turn to for all your personal injury needs. Somebody tell me in my ear, do we have the head coach? I believe we do. Let's go live now to the Switzer Center and welcome in the head coach of the Oklahoma Sooners, the undefeated Oklahoma Sooners, Lincoln Riley, everybody. Hi, Coach. Hey, guys. How we doing? I'm good.
4: How are you, Coach? I'm good. A little tired, but I'm... I'm, uh... I'm good. I'm good. It's uh I could tell it's uh 7 in a row here. So it's uh but but good. It's it's been a good week. Uh good preparation getting ready for a good
3: TCU squad come to town. So um all good. Teddy says it's the best football game he's ever seen. You concur?
4: Um it was it was, it was good. Um that's <laughs> yeah, it was it was it was good. I mean, you got
1: to understand the fan's perspective, yeah. coach like you guys may not have graded out the best you've ever graded yeah. out, but like from the outside looking in, that game had absolutely everything. We might need to give him twenty years to reflect. <laughs> on it. Right. Yeah. Yes.
4: Yeah, no, it was it was fun. It was. It was uh heard you guys talking before it came on there. You're you know, you right, the atmosphere was great. Our our fans uh that that made the trip down to Dallas were were awesome. Even when we weren't playing well early, they were great and there was a lot of support even coming in at halftime down down 500 or whatever we were down and, uh, um, they did a great job. Yeah. the Fans were great. You know, guys were bought in and, uh, yeah, I got it rolling and, you know, you don't always get a shot to, to, to come back from ones like that. So that one was, uh, that one was pretty special.
1: What's well, going through your head early in that football game. You know, it's, it's not the start you want first play defensively is a touchdown, then a quick three plays on offense and then a block punt, uh, a, how and I know you are obviously aware that there's a ton of time left in the game, but how do you relay that to your team? I mean, what's what, what's going through your head in that moment?
4: Yeah, I mean, I think you gotta trust some of the preparation that you've done and talking to guys about this game. And there's inevitably, you know, there's always momentum shifts in this game. I mean, rarely do you see this game played where there's not, and so and you never know when those are going to happen and yeah no, none of us dreamed up that it would start like it did and it's probably the worst start that we've had that I can remember here but you know you you got to keep playing and if you're really true to kind of the mentality that you brought coming in then you're going to you're going to be okay and uh so um yeah i think for me i was disappointed but also i didn't feel like i felt like we were making a lot of the mistakes i didn't give texas credit i mean they they capitalized on them but i felt like we were causing a lot of it just by mistakes and I felt like when we were even early in the game when we were playing well we were moving the ball when we were playing well uh, we were stopping them It's and so it's, I felt I still felt like crazy enough I still felt like it was under our control meaning if, that if we would just simply cut out some of those mistakes and play a little bit higher quality of ball that we were going to have a chance to get on a run. And, uh,
3: and a team believed it. And uh, I think you saw that in the way they played. I've heard you comment a couple of times about halftime. You're down 18. That's the number. But tell us about halftime that from going up the tunnel right through, you know, addressing your team.
4: Yeah there was just there was a good vibe good energy in the locker room I you know if compared to the, the locker room was a lot like um the Baylor locker room a few years ago down in Waco when we got down early it was uh energized it was you you to walk the locker room you never thought we were down you know the amount of points that we were I mean we were guys were energized they were listening they were intent there was a a ton of energy um a ton of belief I mean it was uh yeah, I've, yeah, we're frustrated that we didn't play better, but we know we can play better and if we play better, we know we can get back in this thing. I mean, I think everybody felt that. It wasn't like I didn't feel like I was having to convince them. It was like just kind of confirming what they already believed. And uh, you know, it was a it was good to see that obviously.
1: You made the move at quarterback um did you have a feeling at any point in the in the game that it was kind of moving to that moment? Or was it just kind of uh, after the turnover thing? How did you approach that decision?
4: Yeah, just watching how it played out. You know, I mean, I think I, – and obviously, there are several things offensively that weren't Spencer's fault by any stretch. There was uh, – but I was watching – uh, kind of how we were playing, watching how he was playing. And I thought I thought he saw a lot of things well, and there's a couple of things that he didn't see as well or do as well as he typically does. And so I, I made the decision to kind of in the same light that I made the decision uh, in that game last year. I said, I'm going to take you out for a series, catch your breath, um, give Caleb a, a couple shots here, um, and and kind of more just to settle him down. Um, and then, you know, again, kind of like last year, I didn't know I was going to obviously see how it played out. And, and then we, you know, we got on a run and started playing pretty efficient um, and, uh, you know, felt like we got some momentum and, and just felt like it was the right thing to do at that time to, to continue to stick with Caleb until the two-point play. And, and that one uh, felt like Spencer was ready and more prepared to go in and execute
3: that, and he did. So
4: um, that's how we
3: got there so many big moments one of them was fourth and one in the first quarter you're down 28 to 7 on your own 34 yard line you ended up making the play to start the second quarter but we had the conversation on the radio Gabe said oh you got to go for it he said Teddy do you go for it and Teddy was like oh you got to get it because you got to get it." huge gamble there coach but what was your thinking?
4: Well, we were just down. You know, we didn't have momentum. Um, you know, you're already down 21 points. There's a lot of game left. But, I mean, you're going to start making a comeback like that. It's got to start somewhere. And, uh, and and felt like the team needed a little bit of a jolt and some momentum. And so, uh, yeah, we made the decision. I, I, I knew it was a risk. I mean, the, the risk is you get Texas great field position down 21 points and you're just starting the second quarter. So, I mean, I I was well aware of the, the – uh, risk involved and listen if it doesn't work or Caleb gets tackled then then you know everybody's going to call me an idiot I mean that's just that's how that's how that's how these things go but uh, I'm at that point I'm thinking about what's going to put us in best position to have a chance to win it you know and 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 I, I'm not playing for keep things close or or any of that so it, it was uh, we felt good about the call went with it obviously made a big play and it was a, a good momentum boost for the entire team
1: you feel like plays like that you know Um, everyone knows the risk, right? Whenever you're standing there in the offensive huddle and your offensive line, it's like, okay, well, this is a huge call. And whenever you get it blocked up and it obviously turns into a huge play, uh, do you think they feed off of that, knowing that you're putting that trust in them at that moment? I think so.
4: I I think it's just belief that we can do it. Um, You know, they know – they know the risk associated with it. Most of those guys in there understand that, like you said. So yeah, I do. I think it's, you know, if you're going to have a comeback like that, you're going to have to be bold. You're going to have to make some, you know, some gutsy plays on the field. You're going to have to make some tough calls on the field, and that's the only way that you get back into ones like that. So um, it was, like I said, it's, like you said, it's always good when it works. But I do think it was, uh, you know, just the, not just the points and obviously that, but just the momentum of it.
3: Uh, you, you could feel that. I going to skip around just too many big plays to kind of go sequentially here. The Caleb Kelly play. Yep. Did you see it when it happened? Cause it didn't seem like anybody, but Caleb knew it happened in the stadium. And then how about that moment for that kid yeah. and everything he's been through? Yeah. The moment for him was awesome just to, to make that play,
4: you know, for us when, when the team needed it and kind of continue the momentum in the stadium. I, I think that was, that was huge. Um, I I did have a decent vantage point of it. I could tell that when he went down, or right when he was on the ground, I could tell that he had the ball. I just couldn't tell exactly when it had come out. And then, yeah, obviously, once you saw the replay, like, there was no doubt. I mean, he he had it, and we knew it was our ball. But, yeah, to, to get it out that clean, you know, Brian Meade did a great job. You know, got to stop in the momentum of the runner, and then uh, Caleb was in there to to come in there and, and and obviously strip the ball out. So great job! And Our kickoff team was awesome all day. I mean, those guys were. Uh, I mean, that, there were some big big time plays by our kickoff team. Did you see the fox? <laughs> Randomly, I, I I happened to look up the jumbotron to look for at the score, or look at some time on the clock, whatever, and I did see they had it on the jumbotron, but I. I, I, I didn't pay much attention to it at that point.
3: Yeah. Well, you were coaching a football team at the time. I understand that. But uh, do they have foxes out in Muleshoe? Was oh, yeah. That, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
4: We had one in the uh, – there was one that lived um, Jones Stadium at Texas Tech, where obviously I was for years. There was one that, that lived like – I don't know if he, I don't know exactly like where he actually slept. But, I mean, if we had a night practice, he was he was going to be out there. Um it almost kind of became like the team pet in a way. So, yeah, they, Fox is like football stadiums for some reason. So
3: Fox would just come out and watch Texas Tech practice?
4: Oh, just yeah. Yeah, I mean, you would. If you're in there at night practicing, either running around in the stands or running around the field, I mean, you, you inevitably you'd see it. I mean, we saw it all the time.
1: We need a Fox. There we go. Right? We need a Fox in our stadium.
3: Maybe it changed the momentum the other day. Well, we're blaming it, Teddy. What'd you call the OU end of the stadiums, the fox trap forever? Fox trap. Yeah, they now. couldn't
1: get out of there in the fourth quarter. Texas was stuck. Felt like that whole whole end was caving in on them. That was awesome.
3: All right, we need a timeout. We got so much more to talk about with Coach. We're going to start to take some of your questions on Twitter rolling in when we come back at T Row OU or at OU on the air. You're watching the Lincoln Riley Show here at Rudy's Country Store and
5: Barbecue. Sooner Sports TV is brought to you by the best place to gear up for game day is shop.soonersports.com Kim Cade Coach Lines the official motor coach carrier of Sooner Athletics Bud Light it's for the fans Rudy's Country Store and Barbecue bringing you the best in real Texas barbecue Homeland your homegrown advantage Proud sponsor of Sooner Athletics. Walden Cleaners and Laundry, where the difference is quality.
3: Whether you're home gating or tailgating for the OU game, make a winning play with Tostitos chips. Tostitos packs the crunch for a touchdown in taste. Welcome back. Toby and Teddy with you. We are joined by Sooner's head coach, Lincoln Riley. 55-48, the final Saturday in the Cotton Bowl in an all-timer of a game. It's TCU coming up this Saturday night, primetime. 6 30 in the palace. We'll talk about the frogs in just a second. Uh, Coach, your Rudy's anywhere question of the night. Uh, this will, Brian Stoddard's going to receive a $50 gift card from Rudy's. On Twitter, he asks Please tell me the name of that Kennedy Brooks direct snap play. I want to name my future grandchild after it. <laughs> <laughs> Does it have a name? It does, but if you knew the name, you would not want to name
4: your future grandchild. <laughs> I, I promise you that. A so, bunch
1: uh, of numbers and yeah. formations. We
4: might have to recycle it at some point, so I better uh, keep that one in the vault.
1: Or, origin
3: of that, or why you thought it would work, or just the success of it? We, I don't think we've seen it this year. Correct me if I'm wrong. But.
4: Uh, no, we hadn't done it this year. We've done it, uh, we've done some things similar before. I um, yeah, would just. Uh, Honestly, I mean, just something we felt like we could execute, and, and uh, got some got some confidence going on. We ran it earlier in the game and had a had a nice run on it um, that, that Kennedy broke, and and uh, yeah, it just kind of happened right, you know. Just the, the other two situations, it was just kind of felt like right place, right time. We had it on a on a hash. You guys know how I love my hashes, mm-hmm. um, and so had uh, it on the right ash and and uh, the correct ash, and and uh, just happened to hit so. You know, those plays are great. I mean, everybody sees the you know, little window dressing and all that. But, I mean, that's that's not the the, the store. That's not why it works. It works because the, the guys executed it at a high level. They blocked up a, a counterplay, you know, a couple of times, about as good as you could do it. And uh, so, you know, just really great execution by our players.
3: I got a hash question, if I could jump in, because – uh, Gabe has a theory about the final touchdown mm-hmm. that there's 10 seconds on the clock. Ball's on the left hash. Right, coach? Ball was on the left hash. It was. And
1: Which you were nervous, by the way, upstairs. You were worried. About what? The clock. I was just trying to help Lincoln, coach. <laughs> I do that from time to
3: time. <laughs>
4: um, I, I hear a few others
3: do, too. Yeah. <laughs> Gabe's theory is Texas was going to think you were going to try to center up the ball there. And so you were going to pl- run the play to the right. So by running it left, you you knew in advance you were going to try to maybe out-scheme them. Was was that thought process at all? Uh, Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) All right, there you go. Well, I'm going to take that as a yes.
1: I'll I'll take it as a yes, too. Uh, And from a dumb defensive guy, uh, there's no way the defense was thinking like squaring the ball up out there. Those guys are just trying to get lined up straight, I would think. (laughs) But, hey, I, uh, I love the first time you ran it. And gosh, this guy just shows up every single week. Drake Stoops, man, uh, the lead block on the first one was awesome. He obviously caught the, the two-point conversion, another great block on, on the game winner there. That guy just shows up every single week. Special teams as well out there are kickoff.
4: No, he does, man. He's a ball player. He's, he is tough. He's extremely dependable. He's really turned into an outstanding receiver. He's a smart player. You know, feel like you can do so many different things with him on offense, on special teams. He's been good for us on kickoff. I mean, he's he's just a ball player, man. I wish we had ten more like him. Um, he's he's uh, you know one of the hardest workers on our team. It's been fun to see him create all these different roles for himself and become such an important player on this team. Um, so he's
3: he's been he's been fantastic. He's been a difference maker for us. All right, more quarterback questions. You go to Caleb his first three possessions you go field goal punt field goal you were down 18 when you went to him you're still down 18 we're into the third quarter now last year you know you went back to Spencer was there consideration of going back to him in the third quarter oh yeah oh absolutely no I was just kind
4: of evaluating the whole time and and uh you know Caleb was doing a good job taking care of the ball um yeah he had, he had a couple of plays with his legs that I, I thought helped, and I thought it, for the most part his decision making was was pretty good. Um, even the one that we we punted, we um, you know, dropped the ball there on the sideline. So I mean, I felt like that he was playing pretty well, and we had some momentum um, offensively. But no, I was I was I was close. I, I was close to to going back, and again, not for. Not for bad reasons, not because Caleb was playing bad, because he wasn't. I think that just my confidence in the, in the other guy is high, just like it is in Caleb. So I, I kind of felt like I was sitting there with two guys that were ready to play well and uh, that were both in a good frame of mind. So, uh, But the momentum was strong enough that that uh, obviously stay with Caleb.
1: And he's, he's a great threat running the football. We've seen that, two, what, 50-plus yard runs this season. What effect, if any, do you think that maybe had on open up the running game for Kennedy Brooks? Because man, it it really got rolling, and a lot of great individual efforts by him running through through tackles and stuff. But do you think that maybe that that helped open things up a little bit with that threat back there?
4: Yeah, it's possible. Although I, w- I can't look back at it and say that I think. Like Texas played us just a whole lot different. Um, I, I think the biggest factor in my mind was was how well we played on the offensive line in the run game. I mean, we the, the tight ends, uh, the O line. I thought the guys really played well. We got some. We got some really consistent movement at the line of scrimmage. Uh, we, we didn't miss very many assignments at all. We were we were physical. We played tough. Played hard. Um, so I mean, I think that to me. You when I go back and watch the run game, you know, guys that carried it did a great job, but there was there was some room there, and a lot of those plays were, you know, blocked up, you know, pretty close to how you would expect or want them to be. So, you know, and that's what you do—you try to give you know your, your best athletes as much space and room to run as you can. And our, our our boys up front and getting tight ends, fullbacks, all those guys did an outstanding job.
3: Well, everybody is fascinated by knowing what you're going to do this week, Coach. What, what will be your decision-making process
4: at quarterback? Um, I, I think like any other position, I think you evaluate the game plan, evaluate the individual players, uh, make a decision on what you think is the, the best plan going in to try to give you the best chance to play well and to win. And then, uh, like always, got to be ready to adjust because things come up, things change in the game, and uh, you know, I'm glad we got two good ones.
0: Not available in Alaska or California. Subject to terms and conditions, rates are determined by several factors, which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states your rate could increase with high-risk driving, generally safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates Northbrook, Illinois.
1: Before we move on from Texas, I, I just got to ask you, what's your mindset post-game whenever the fans start storming the field? You, you start to get nervous for yourself and the players out there whenever that happens. What was going through your mind there? Honestly,
4: didn't really realize it. You know, I got over to see a, a couple of uh, people on the Texas staff, a couple of their players, and then by the time I, I saw my wife and I did, did the uh, post game interview with uh, with Holly, and then by that point, I was just I kind of realized there was more people down there than normal. Um, and uh, yeah, it took us forever to get our. We always do a big team picture. We hang them in our in our facilities. Teddy knows this from. You know the OU Texas game, uh, Big 12 championship game, and then and then bowl games. And uh, so I was trying to gather the team up to take a picture. And, yeah, it was a little tougher than it's been in other years. It was. uh it was, gonna be
1: some <laughs> randoms in there this year. There I think. are a couple. We'll have to uh, <laughs> we'll have
4: to
3: edit a couple out.
1: Did you win any OU Texas games? Yeah, yeah. You did. Won a couple of huh, them. Yeah. I don't remember any of those. Yep.
3: Um, <laughs> it, uh, come on now, he's my best. Yeah, it right was now. a come long on. time
1: yeah. ago. I I don't blame you for not yeah, remembering. Most of these people <laughs> weren't
3: alive. But. How great was it to have that many possessions in a game, Coach? You had to
4: be like a
0: kid that <laughs> could run out of plays.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I forgot what it felt like.
4: Um Yeah, I think we had close to as many in the first half as we'd had the previous three games, um, you know, for the for the entire games. So um yeah, it was a different style, you know, it was and that's what we kept preaching to our guys that, you know, that hey, we're you know, we've been in these low possession games and you know, if you had this one We've had a few, but this one still's got a lot to go. You could just tell by the nature of it, and uh, so I think it, for us it was, hey, there could be a lot more chances here in this one, and just if you hang in there and keep swinging, we're going to have enough shots at it. So, um, but that was it was good. I mean, like I said, they're all good. You, again, you just got to find a way to win them, however they transpire. And, and uh, you know, like I said, we got on a run, and I think you know the number of possessions did allow us at some of those times when we when we did kick field goals that. Um, you know, maybe the decision-making process would have been possibly different. You know, had it had it been a lower possession game.
3: Tell us about, um, you know, the secondary. I would say didn't have its best day. Do you have concerns going forward with the back end of the defense? Yeah, we we got to play better.
4: I mean, there's no question. Now we're playing without. We're playing without you know a couple of our guys we, we get that but at the same time you know guys have got to get in there and step up um we definitely played better in the second half we're more competitive i think we had um you know, i think maybe one that really was not covered well that got really loose on us in the second half um you know, and other than that the coverage was tighter and i think that's why a lot of times we were able to get home um and, and get more hits on the quarterback more sacks um so we definitely played better in the second half but at the same time we, we obviously gave up too many too many down the field throws. And and again, occasionally, you know, somebody schemes you up and just does a phenomenal job and hey they beat you, just had a better call than you. You know, we had a few too many that we got beat on base calls that that the separation out there should not be there. And so um Again, just some of the mental errors, especially early in the game, that we were making all over the board, and, and and the secondary was part of that as well. So we're able to steady the ship a little bit, certainly in the second half, um, and not give Thompson so many shots down the field and not so many quick throws and make him hang on to it. And obviously, that that plays into our strength with our pass rush. Uh, but no, we do we do we have to play better. I mean, it's you know a couple of those guys will we'll get back as time goes on, but the guys that are playing now. Have got to improve. I think they did improve in the second half, and I think a lot of these guys that haven't had a lot of reps, that are learning and having to learn on the fly, they're going to get better quickly. So, um, um, and we're going to need them to, because uh, we know we've got obviously a big one coming up this week, and a lot of other big challenges down the road.
3: Woody Washington, Theo Weiss, Jalen Redmond, anything new on their status? Are they getting close at all? Or?
4: Yeah, they're all they're all different points. I mean, we expect them all back at at, at some point this year. So, um, I would say they're all. You know, doing very well and on track. Um, You know, there's, we've had a number of them, but that's, again, that's, so is everybody else. That's a part of it.
3: So we'll be, we'll be excited to to get them back when the time comes. All right. We'll take a break. One more segment with Lincoln Riley when we come back, including the Butkus Brain Teaser tonight. We're at Rudy's Country Store and Barbecue. We'll be right back.
5: Sooner Sports TV is brought to you by. The Sooner Sports Podcast is your all-access radio pass to Sooner Sports. Listen as Toby Rowland and Chris Plank talk all things Sooners. New episodes drop every day. Log on to Soonersports.com slash podcast or search Sooner Sports Podcast in your favorite podcast provider. The Sooner Sports Podcast is presented by Allstate and Riverwind Casino. Log on to SoonerSports.com slash kids for information about joining the Sooner Junior Kids Club presented by og and Brought to you in part by Orthodontics exclusively
3: back welcome back toby and teddy with you men's and women's basketball mini plan single game tickets on sale now it's almost basketball season teddy don't miss any of the action and secure your seats today by calling 405-324-2424 or by going to soonersportscom tickets lincoln riley's final segment with us let's start this segment with our academy sports and outdoors question tonight for one of their employees here it is Hey, Coach, is there one piece of memorabilia in your office that you treasure the most? Good question. Ooh. Um, you got a pretty good collection of Air Jordans in there.
4: (laughs) Yeah, that's – I do. Um, There's some pretty good stuff in there. I mean, there's obviously some of the different trophies and uh, championship trophies, Heismans, all that. But I wouldn't – man
1: they gotta be, build you a new ring box every year
4: I think. <laughs> well, we hope we hope we hope yeah there, there's a couple of things in there that are that are really cool about my uh, my wife's grandfather was a uh, was a a tremendous high school basketball coach one of the winningest um in uh, in the history of uh uh united states high school basketball and there's a quote from him kind of hanging in there that's uh that's really good there's also uh that a um um, member of the the Armed Services. Uh, this was a couple of years back, right before we played Oklahoma State. I think Kyler's year. Uh, big Oklahoma fan, uh, but brought me a, um, it's a. It's pretty cool, but it's actually a piece of when they when they brought down. Uh, everybody remembers kind of the iconic moment when they brought down uh, Saddam's statue. Um, uh, and there's actually like a piece of that statue in there, which is which is really really cool. So I got a couple of cool artifacts like that that have come through, and then. Yeah, and then the normal normal things that you would expect.
1: Interesting. You didn't think that was no, going to be no, my I favorite
4: piece of memorabilia. I didn't I yeah. expect Saddam to make the show tonight. No, no I, I <laughs> not That was interesting. Yeah, no, that's pretty cool, the story behind it. And this was, guy was uh, part of the battalion that brought him down and, and brought me the book that he had written and, and uh, real inspirational, kind of motivational stuff on how they took the city. And it's, it's anyways, yeah, it's a really cool piece <laughs> of history.
1: Well, Huge game. You got to move on. And I know by the time we come in here, it's Tuesday. But you guys, it's like ancient history, the game from from Saturday. But obviously, there's there's a lot of buzz around that game, obviously, because of the nature of the position, the quarterback stuff. I mean, there's there's a lot going around. How do you get your team to put that one in the past and move forward? And is it difficult or are they pretty locked in on stuff like that?
4: Well, I mean, historically we have we've been pretty locked in on it, but this is a new team, and and uh, you know, obviously we know it was a big game, important game last weekend. But it's you know it's over. I mean, it's I say it every year before you Texas. I mean, yeah, the week's great. I love the game. I, I love every part about it. But I mean, it's it's still just one game, and at the end of the day, within the big picture, probably a little bit too much is made of it. Um, Again, not not trying to minimize it at all. I'm, I I get how important it is, but it is just one of of a lot, and we've got another big one coming up. A TCU team that's playing some really good ball um, coming to town, and uh, talented offense, always a really good defense. We've had great battles with these guys for a long time, so this is a it's an important game. I mean, it is, and and they they've got our full focus and attention, um, and uh, so yeah, it's been we got the game put to bed pretty quickly Monday morning and and that's that's been the end of it it's trying to get ready to uh, to go play these guys
3: Zach Evans can really run it Kendra Miller can really run it their quarterback Max Duggan can really run it I think they had 47 rushes out of their 57 plays out in Lubbock this is a big time rushing attack you got to try to defend Saturday coach no absolutely no they're
4: they're they do a great job uh getting those guys the ball in space a lot of different ways. Um, yeah, backs are good. Line's playing well. Max is playing well. Uh, they're talented at the wide-out position. A couple really big play guys there. So, no, they're they're a handful offensively. I mean, there's no no question about it. So, it'll be, you know, another big challenge there for, for R.D.
1: How about offensively? It seems like You've had uh, that defense's number. Uh, Patterson usually puts together a really good squad, and it does kind of look like maybe they're starting to hit their stride a little bit on that side of the ball. Uh, what's the what's the game plan going up against those guys?
4: Yeah, they're doing well. You know, they've got some. They've been a little beat up, and they've got some of their their, their better players back, and and that that's shown here the last couple of weeks. Um, no, they're good, man. They're they've got one of the best corners in the country. Uh, you know, a couple of very, very athletic edge guys, like they always seem to have. You know, secondaries coached up, fronts very disruptive. So, I mean, it's a, uh, and I mean this with with a thousand percent of compliment. It's a very typical TCU defense. They make they make things tough on you. They make you earn it. They do enough things that are that are very difficult to prepare for and execute against. So, um, it's always always one of the biggest challenges we face each year.
3: And when you try to move the ball against that TCU defense, your starting quarterback will be... (laughs) (sighs) We're the worst, man. The media's the worst, aren't they? I apologize, Coach. You're all good. Uh, All right, let's go to a brain teaser now. Tonight's brain teaser brought to you by the Oklahoma Education Association, fighting unapologetically for every student across the state, no matter the zip code. Seven minutes ago, Teddy Lehman said to me during a commercial break, Quote,
1: well, hang on. This is confidential information.
3: You didn't say this is off the record when you said this I to know. me. He said there's no way he gets this one tonight. End quote. So
1: hey, go ahead. I've been embarrassed recently, okay? Mm-hmm. All right. 2018 TCU, uh, first quarter, score is 0 0. There's eleven fifteen left in the first quarter. Second and eight, minus eighteen yard line. And since you love your hashes so much, the ball is in the middle of the field.
4: Give me the give me sorry, give me the, the time again.
1: Eleven fifteen first quarter.
4: Twenty eighteen game.
1: Twenty eighteen. That's Kyler here. Um See, he, he barely remembered the quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! And what's the what's the down? Second and eight. Negative eighteen. Yep, yeah, minus eighteen. Ball is in the middle of the field.
3: They have moved the monitor down to his left.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: down yeah. there. Down and left. I'm just trying to figure out where I'm going to celebrate tonight.
4: <laughs> first, to, first quarter, right? 11, first quarter. 18.
1: First quarter, 11:15, zero zero. Second and eight, minus 18 yard line, middle of the field. God, man. I, know I know it's. I know it's one Worth. of two. We're in Fort Worth. In Fort Worth, yeah. That's the only thing I can remember. By the way, about 2018, is where we played the game. Mm-hmm. He's got it down to two plays.
4: Yeah, I've got it down to two. Mm. I take your time, Coach. We, I, I think it was. I think it was a. I feel like it was a pass to Carson Meyer. I. I think it was a little bootleg. Kyler threw it back to Carson. I think that's it. I might, I'm not 100%, but I,
3: I think that might be it.
1: Poker face. I'm roll not the, saying anything. Let's roll the
3: video. Bootleg to Carson Meyer is the uh, call. Middle of the hash. That looks like a bootleg to me. That's Carson Meyer, ladies and gentlemen, still undefeated. I love it. Apologize to the man for Pete's
1: day. (laughs) Shouldn't have doubted you. Shouldn't have doubted you. Pretty impressive. That's about as random as it gets. You pulled a Carson Meyer play out on his second
3: and eight, and he got it. No offense to... Wasn't a scoring play
1: or anything. No offense to Carson Meyer, but I, like, clicked on the the play-by-play, and I was, I was like, Carson Meyer, yeah, I'm going with that one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, There's not a lot of yeah. plays to Carson Meyer, so.
3: That's why, re-
1: that's why I remember him. <laughs> nice. I'm, I'm writing that down. Greater moment
3: yeah. uh, when Kennedy Brooks ran in the winning touchdown or right now, Coach, if you had to rank the two, what would you say? <laughs> uh, this was good. That was better. Okay, yeah. that's yeah. Fair, yeah. Enough. Nice. fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, All right. Well, coach, thank you so much for joining us tonight. We appreciate it as always. And good luck against the Horned Frogs on Saturday night. Lincoln Riley, everybody. Thank you. Thank you, coach. Stay with us. We're not done. Lots more coming from Teddy and I here at Rudy's. We'll be back.
5: Sooner Sports TV is brought to you by... The Sooner Sports Podcast is your all-access radio pass to Sooner Sports. Listen as Toby Rowland and Chris Plank talk all things Sooners. New episodes drop every day. Log on to Soonersports.com slash podcast or search Sooner Sports Podcast in your favorite podcast provider. The Sooner Sports Podcast is presented by Allstate and Riverwind Casino. Log on to SoonerSports.com slash kids for information about joining the Sooner Junior Kids Club presented by OGD. e Brought to you in part by Orthodontics exclusively.
3: Welcome back to Rudy's. Hey! Make sure you're there for the next Sooner Magic moment by locking in your membership with the Sooner Club. Your 2022 membership renewal is now available, including early renewal incentives and monthly payment plans. For more information, visit soonerclub.com/renew2020 Sooner today. That's soonerclub.com/renew22. Um, Teddy. TCU, your thoughts on the frogs and the challenge they present Saturday night?
1: Tough football team. Um, honestly, I'll tell you, I thought they were going to be a little bit better at this point in the season than they are right now. Uh, Max Duggan's a really good quarterback, super athletic, tough kid. They got a great tailback, good group of wide receivers. Um, defensively, they're they're always smart. They're they're always well coached, but they have given up a bunch of plays this year, uh, which is you know, not typical. I thought they were going to have a, uh, you know, kind of get back to that standard of TCU defense, but hasn't really looked like that so far. Um, But it's going to be a tough team. And just like everyone else, we're going to get the best they've played the entire year is going to show up. I mean, it it always happens. They're going to take it as a huge challenge. And You know, I I do think that they're going to come out and try and run the football. You mentioned they ran it 47 times against Tech for almost 500 yards. I mean, they ran the ball a ton. And, you know, I I think that they're going to try and possess it, run it, move the chains, and limit Oklahoma's offense. I mean, that's the formula to try and keep it close. Don't know why Texas didn't try that, but I expect TCU to.
3: Oh, you ran the ball great in the second half. If they run the ball like that, oklahoma 's a national title contender. Your confidence level that that they can do it again. Did they figure out something with the O line? Is it the quarterback? Is it the way Texas defended them? Are you confident? Oh, you can run the ball like that
1: I think it 's all of those things uh, rolled into one. I mean, Texas definitely played us way more aggressively than anyone else has. Uh, I was shocked honestly, by the way. They played us. Um, So that was a a portion of it. I did think our offensive line had one of their better games. And Kennedy Brooks is really rounded into form. And and I do think that, you know, Caleb Williams on a fourth and one broke a tackle in the backfield. A guy has him one on one and goes for 60 plus yards. So that's a huge chunk of your your running game right there. Um, I I do feel better about it. But you do have to also recognize that. I don't think because of the great comeback and, and, and what happened that we can just totally eliminate all of the, the, the question marks or maybe problems that we've had up to this point. You know, you, you still got to go out and prove that you're correcting those areas. So I, I, I do expect a tough football game, though. I do.
3: Butkus' keys to victory for OU Saturday night when we come back. Final segment of Sooner Sports Talk here at Rudy's next. Stay with us.
5: Sooner Sports TV is brought to you by Bud Light. It's for the fans. Rudy's Country Store and Barbecue, bringing you the best in real Texas barbecue. Homeland, your homegrown advantage. Proud sponsor of Sooner Athletics. OU's football games are available on Exidos 96.5 FM in Oklahoma City and 101.5 FM El Patron in Tulsa, as well as on those stations' websites. Each OU Spanish broadcast will feature a 30-minute pregame show and a 15-minute postgame show.
3: Big 12 report presented by Kincaid Coach Lines, the official motor coach carrier of OU Athletics. Here's the slate for this week. That 11 a.m. game between OSU and Texas is a big one. Teddy, you got 20 seconds. Keys to victory versus TC. Oh,
1: we got to start off running the ball well. We got to build on what's gone on the last couple of weeks. Uh, Defensively, we got to first off limit big plays. We got to tackle better. No mental errors to let people get behind us. And we got to stop the run. Uh, mate, Max Duggan beat us beat us with his arms, uh, put it in third and long, make him predictable, let that pass rush go.
3: 6.30 kickoff. We got radio coverage for you. Pre-game show at 4.30. We'll see you here next week at Rudy's. Boomer Sooner, everybody.
2: Sooner Sports Talk has been presented by Rudy's Country Store and Barbecue, bringing you the best in real Texas barbecue. Sooner Sports Talk is also brought to you by Bud Light. It's for the fans. And by Homeland, proud sponsor of Sooner Football. The preceding
0: has been a Learfield presentation on the Sooner Sports Network.